listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 31. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Angela Henderson from Angela Henderson Consulting. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Over the years of being in business, if there's one topic business owners like to avoid, it's business insurance. I can't tell you how many businesses that I speak with through Angela Henderson Consulting that either A, don't even know they need insurance, B, know they need insurance but don't want to pay the monthly fee, or C, know they need the insurance but feel so overwhelmed they don't know where to start. This is why I'm super excited to have Melissa Donaldson from All Insurance today joining me on the show to talk about all things business insurance collectively, but more specifically, exploring why you need business insurance for your business. Is business insurance a requirement? Is business insurance worth it? What types of business insurances are out there? And is your business covered under your home and contents insurance? And how to explore getting business insurance for your own business. It's obviously a lot to discuss, but it is all super important because we don't want you to risk, obviously, yourself, your family, or your business. But before we get started, I'd just like to share with you that this episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Australian Business Collaborative. If you've been wanting to be connected with like-minded business owners who will help answer your questions, provide you with support, and make you laugh, then you are perfect for my free group. Just head to Facebook and search Australian Business Collaborative. Now, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with Melissa today about all things business-related. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you, Angela. Thanks for having me. Gosh. Now, listen, obviously, you know, super excited. I like to get to know the guests a little bit before we jump straight Mm -hmm. into, obviously, also quite a heavy topic, business insurance, right? So tell the audience a little bit about, you know, who you are a little bit about the business, and also what is your favourite book? Favourite book? All right. We'll start with the business. Um, Family-run business that's been around for over 30 years now. So my parents actually started it. And um, over 11 years ago now, my brother and I um, actually brought out mum and dad. So my brother is my business partner, so that's pretty cool. Um, and we do all sorts of insurance. We're a bit nerdy and geeky when it comes to insurance, as sad as that might be, <laughs> and um, understand it. And that's what we're here to help our clients, try and make sure that they understand what they need and, and make sure they're covered. Perfect. Now, favourite book. Um, I love biographies and autobiographies. So one of my favourite ones is actually a book about Leary Dunlop. Of all okay. Things. So, Yeah. Really and who was that? that? Can you tell us a little bit more? Because I'm not too familiar. Um, Weary Dunlop was an Australian soldier and um, his story that's about the hardship and the trials and what they went through was quite amazing. So I really enjoyed that. All right. Bro, perfect. So a little bit yeah. of, uh, you also like the history. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of history. And now, again, exciting, as we were talking prior to the recording, you're getting ready for a wedding very soon, which is super fun. Yes. 
It is very exciting. Again, you said exciting, a little bit nerve wracking, but listen, I'm so fun. So between having to balance, obviously the business and you've got a partner, um, like your business partner too, which means there's probably a lot of communication that has to happen between you guys. And so business insurance, it is a topic, as I mentioned earlier, many business owners are unsure about whether they need insurance and if they do, what types of, you know, insurance, business insurance do they they need? Yep. But the way I see it is insurance is the cost of doing business. And it's relatively a small cost. If you consider that, you know, a, a huge you know I mean fire could explode, you could say that you're going to have to put out or a lawsuit or an employee accident could ultimately put you out of business. It's, do you know I mean, Correct. it's, it's super actually important, but yet so many businesses are failing to do this. So even if your business is incorporated, your personal assets could be at risk if you are sued or found personally liable. So again, I don't know about you, but as a business consultant, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of holding the appropriate and adequate you know, business insurance. Uh, what are your Correct. thoughts about that, yep. Melissa? Spot on that it is such a small cost and it should actually be part of your business planning and factored in. I always get a bit surprised when people you know, want to reduce the cost of the insurance. And it's ridiculous sometimes when you're considering, you know, like a public liability policy that might cover your butt for 20 million might only cost you eight or $900. And you're going, that's so cheap because if you do something wrong that they're going to pay out to the tune of $20 million is nothing, you know, in comparison to what they're offering on for you. Mm-hmm. So yes, you do need to have um, insurance. It's really important. And public liability is one of those bare minimums, essentially, with what you're trying to do with um, insurance. And so but why so many people go without it. I don't understand it. <laughs> I almost would have to say, if I went back and looked at my data with all the clients that I've helped, you know, I would have to at least say 90% didn't have insurance or have thought about insurance. When the, before they yep. started working with me. Again, some of those clients, again, all I can do is advise accordingly. I, obviously, very big disclaimer, I'm not an insurance, do you know what I mean, expert, but I do yep. say things like, do you have insurance? Do you need to be linked I to a broker? I think they get a bit scared about the cost because it's an unknown. So they actually haven't asked and haven't researched it. Yes. So when they go and do it and find out that it's not that expensive and there's options to pay for it and things like that, then they go, oh, it's that's not so bad and often I find when we educate our clients and help them like that then they go and are afraid to actually then go and grow their business more because they actually know that they're covered mm-hmm. yep spot we on. see that a lot and so why do you ultimately think that businesses need insurance obviously there's the the obvious um but do you know I mean do you have anything else to add to why they why they need that business insurance um it's peace of mind essentially for us we find that once they've got it they know that they can go and grow the business and do the things that they want to do because they're protected um it's also unfortunately just litigation um you know australia is i think new south wales is the second most litigious state in the world so we're fast catching up to what happens in america (laughs) don't remind me of me when i I live here (laughs) <laughs> so at the end of the day, it just comes down to somebody wants to sue you. So, um, and you do hear it all the time. People get upset about something and I'm going to sue them. Well, that's exactly right. So that's why you need your insurance to cover off on protecting you. Yeah. And now let's, so as we know, many people don't have the insurance, 
But is business insurance a requirement for all businesses, some businesses? What, what is the actual requirement? Um, no legal requirement to have public liability. The only legal requirement would be work cover to have that if you've got employees. So there's certain rules on that. And each state's a little different with those things. Um, but the public liability is not legally, unless sometimes a lot of um, other businesses will require you to have it. That's where we find that people are then asking for it. So if you're working and doing anything for cancels or you're wanting to put your things in the market, they'll actually ask you to have public liability insurance. Yeah, so more so really collectively those compulsory business insurance requirements are the worker compensation, the public liability. And would you also talk about like the third party personal injury insurance? Um, it depends on your businesses and what you're doing and how yeah. it works. So, yeah. yeah. And also would it be, again, if you're a doctor or something like that, you know, something where you're a nurse, registered practice, or even a psychologist, again, there's certain things that, you know, you really need to have, do you not, in order to be able to practice those particular disciplines? Yeah, they're very specialist areas. And there's often like malpractice insurances and things like that that they will require. So, um, and a lot of the times we find that if you're, say, a chiropractor, there's often a scheme available. So the insurances for those people can be reduced because they're collectively purchasing. So um, yep. there's all sorts of ways of, of getting those insurances and, you know, needing it. But, yes, you definitely need those sort of covers. And, and people giving advice is another one that a lot of um, we find our clients don't understand as well. So professional indemnity. That's what so I have. You will. That's right. Yeah. So, but a lot of people start up doing coaching and all sorts of things, but not having any of that covered off on. So mm -hmm. that's a bit of a concern. You know, absolutely. It's one of the things that I say when I'm, you know, potential people want to work with me as a business consultant. I say, you know, whether or not you work with me or you work with someone else, one of the first questions you should be asking people is, do you have professional indemnity insurance? Do you have a contract to sign? You know, and there's other things, but it's like if they say no and no, I say men run for the hills because they haven't really thought through and how can they be giving sound advice if they're not doing it for themselves, you know? So uh, there are a few red flags to look for. Now, for those listeners out there that are going, okay, Angela, Melissa, this sounds great. You know, theoretically, boring, I probably blah, need blah. it. <laughs> yeah, um, but listen, why would you say business insurance is worth it? You know, what do people have to lose? Uh, potentially everything that they've tried to develop and to grow and to build. You know, you could lose your home, you lose your business, you know, all that stuff just can go out the window. If if somebody's coming after you and wants to sue you if, and you don't have insurance, they will take the lot. Yeah. And do you see that often, like you said, it's starting to increase, obviously, you said in New South Wales in particular, but obviously is it, I guess what I'm saying in America, you hear about it all the time. Obviously, there's more people in America. Uh, it's just, I guess, part of their culture really over in America. I don't hear about it a lot here in Australia, but obviously with you being in the insurance business, you, you know, you would hear stories, what, weekly, monthly? Yeah, you hear stories all the time. Um, and we get the stories with people that have insurance, so we know that it's getting covered off on. But, um, for example, just uh, trip and fall for uh, some people that had a caravan park that we know, and that would have been close to a $200,000 claim. So yep. unless you had public liability, you actually are finding that money to pay that person out. 
Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So again, it can be just a matter of someone's shoelace being untied on your particular, do you mean, I guess, location. And uh, yeah, they fall, they break a hip, they break their nose, they break their leg, they take time off of work. Someone's got to pay for it. I see that the other side I see to the insurance is it's like having um, lawyers and and legal representations on retainer because they actually have a whole staff of um, lawyers and solicitors and QCs and all those sorts of people that if somebody makes a claim against you, they're the ones that jump in and help fix it. So you're not actually having to worry about doing that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So again, so again, it's worth it, A, because again, it's protecting yourself, but B, again, they've got a team of people who are going to help you walk through that process if necessary. And the other thing is a fraudulent claim against you. We see that too. So wow. Yeah, that's scary. So you you would still have to defend a fraudulent claim against you mm-hmm. regardless. So that's a... And again, you don't want to really have to deal with that, I'm, assur- I'm assuming, from an emotional point, but oh, also just from a logistic hopeful. point on your yeah. own. So again, by having being covered, you know, your insurance is going to have your back and help you sort that through. Yeah, correct. No, perfect. So let's move on to... for. The listeners out there, listen, there's a variety of listeners. There are some who are product and e-commerce business. Those are some who are service-based business. Um, you know, talk us through, I mean, obviously, as I was doing some research, there's so many different types of insurance. So we're obviously not going to be able to go through everything today, but it would be good there if you could lots. touch upon, you know, some of those main insurances. I know, for example, with Finley and me, my first business, we had 1,400 different baby products um, because the products were, again, for kids. You know, my insurance did cost me a little bit more because my risk was higher, um, whereas now my insurance is different because I'm focused on the service-based business. Um, so, yeah, so walk us through some of the types of insurance that is out there so that the audience gets a little bit more familiar about what they potentially need. Okay. The, um, one of the things that we see a lot of people, like you had with the, your business, Finley and me, and the um, baby goods, so yes. they're considered high risk, so public liability. The other thing that a lot of people don't know is that if you're importing goods into Australia, you're actually then considered the manufacturer. Yes. So oh, you yes. actually need public liability for it. It scares a lot of people. They don't realise that's happening and the insurance companies we see are very very particular about dealing with america mm-hmm. and china so mm-hmm. you have to be very careful about those things um so importing and bringing things in there's insurance for the tangibles for building for your contents for your stock um there's insurance for your um, equipment that might break down if you've got a food business and you've got fridges and freezers so it will cover those insurances to make sure that they can be replaced or fixed and then any of the stock in it deterioration stock covered um, insurance for transporting goods or importing goods um, transit insurance what else do I think would be a good one to cover off on? Um, tax audit insurance. You can get cyber insurance. That's the new biggest thing out at the moment. So covering off on um, your business under a cyber attack. And if you get um, called to have, you know, like they do the ransoms. So yeah. the insurance companies, again, they've got a group of, um, a team of people that will help get in, fix your business, get it back onto track pay a ransom if they needed to even to get that all restored. So that's a pretty big one coming up. 
Gosh, again, and we're seeing it more. Let me just give you the example. So this morning at five, so I'm downstairs in the kitchen cooking breakfast this morning. Hubby yeah. goes, what What were you paying 600? It was like 558, 558 this morning. You, I received a thing for about $600. What bill were you paying? And I was like, I was in bed. And he was yeah. like, so legitimately someone had got, like now knows his BSB and his, do you know what I mean, account number had requested Dale, so thank goodness Commonwealth has their measures in place, had requested him to approve the transaction. And Mm -hmm. then two hours later, so it's 10 o'clock now, 8 o'clock, yep, Dale rang me. That happened at 6. 8 o'clock he rang me and he said, now answer into my email. Oh, no. So, like, luckily it's not related to the business, but what I'm saying is is that's just one example where I can see the benefit if you have a business, do you know what I mean? The whole this technology and cybercrime insurance that you're talking about is probably yeah. going to be next level, I'd say, in the next five years. It is. Because yeah. if my husband, this today, do you know what I mean, can have yeah. this happen, and luckily enough, like I said, Commonwealth, and when he rang Commonwealth, they said, yes, we can see that there's a hold on there for just under $600. And then the hit was from Jakarta for his email. So we can only assume mm-hmm. that it's somewhere over in Indonesia. Um, you know, I, I definitely can see that this is going to happen more as people get more and more sophisticated online. And a lot of businesses get hold, held to ransom. So mm-hmm. they get told that they need to pay X amount by such and such a time um, yeah. to do it. Apparently that's all getting a bit cheaper because there's so many in the market stealing that they've actually had to compete against each other, which is an interesting thing. Oh, my goodness. Itself. That's just interesting, isn't it? Yeah, within yeah. its own rights. But there's some sort of ethics in it that they do hand back the um, files because there's no point then not handing back files because then they won't be able to get ransom yep. oh, from someone dear. else because, yeah, <laughs> so it's interesting. The world is a crazy place. So really to kind of recap some of those types of insurance for those listeners that are out there, I mean, really you could look at um, a category one, your personal or loss of income, you know, and so things like, again, your income protection or disability insurance, your life insurance, your permanent disability, trauma, management liability, you know, employee dishonesty, I think was another. Your kind of second category is your stock, your products and or your asset insurance. So things again, like building and content, burglary, deterioration of stock, electronic equipment, farm insurance, you know, tax audit, property in transit, you know, etc. Your third kind of tier is your accidents and that liability insurance. So again, things that you talked about is that public liability, even product liability, professional indemnity, or the management liability. And then the one that we've just been talking about a little bit more, um, that category four is more that technology and the cybercrime insurance, which can cover you for electronic equipment, cyber liability, um, et cetera. So there are, you know, those four main categories that business owners out there that you need to be thinking about. And then you're probably sitting there going, okay, well, that's really great. You've now listed the types. You've really got me paranoid now that I need to get <laughs> this insurance. That's right. um, but if businesses need help with finding the right business insurance, where can they explore this? Um, talk to brokers. They um, are the ones that understand your business and they understand what your needs are. So it's usually a nice conversation and, you know, what do you do and you're importing or you're growing your business and you've got staff, all those sorts of things which help. Um, determine what insurances you might need mm-hmm. so that's the best way to start is um go to a and is, that, and is that so tell us a little bit more about you guys so is that what you would do so we can send them yep. through to you 
Yes, please. We love helping clients. You know, so that's like, obviously, yes, it, people can go online and look for brokers. They can do all that. But this is kind of where I'm totally happy for you to plug yourself because it can oh, apply, you. I bring on guests and, and I trust the guests. So if you're out there and you guys are wanting business insurance and you're kind of going, where do I start? And obviously, a lot of my listeners are still Australian based. Um, so if you are in Australia, where can they find you, Melissa? Um, we're based in Geelong and Hobart, so you can find us online. So we've got um, www.allshore, which is A-L-L-S-U-R-E.com.au, mm-hmm. and you'll find us there. You can send us emails or um, phone us. And we really, we're a bit nerdy, and like I said earlier, so we actually get quite excited about helping clients and really enjoy helping those ones that are a bit stuck and they don't mm-hmm. know where to go and don't know what to do. Um, we we enjoy helping them and getting them to understand what they need and what the, you know what they require. And we don't mind questions. And we talk in normal language. I, I hear that a lot. That a lot of people say, oh, "I've got a broker, but I don't understand what he's saying to me." Yeah, there's a lot of jargon going around and a lot of big words. I think it's important. So, yeah, so the beauty about, again, I've only known you for a short time and we've obviously had email contact back and forth is that you seem super approachable, super friendly. And again, if you're in Australia, you're on the same time zone, you know, give Melissa a call, drop her an email and allow her brother and herself to obviously help you guys explore. And again, I also say it's super important that again, speak with Melissa and then speak with someone else, you know, double check, you know, make sure that you're the right fit, the right personality, because you want to trust the people that you're going to be, you know, having your business. Because it is about trust. Correct. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, get a couple different quotes, but I always say go with your gut. Um, You know, your gut can never leave you astray for the most part. And I think it's just, but whatever you do, take action. Action. Start, do you know what I mean, researching what business insurance you need. Start getting some quotes and just do it because I would hate to see anyone's, you know, personal stuff get compromised, your family break down, your marriage break down, because it simply isn't worth it. And as you said, Melissa, earlier, for example, with my professional indemnity insurance, I think I pay monthly. It gets just direct evident because I didn't want to pay the large kid and caboodle up front. So I think I pay yes. about $90 a month. So that's $45 a fortnight. It's like $23 maybe a week. You know, you break that down by day. I mean, that's nothing, you guys, but that's $4 a day, which majority of you listeners out there, because I know in my Facebook group, you guys drink coffee, like two or three, four or five a day. Seriously, it's like one cup of coffee a day. So it's, I mean, again, all insurances are different price, but I'm just speaking on behalf of mine that it's about $4 a day, roughly, is what I'm paying, give or take. That's correct. A so, lot yeah. of times that's probably pretty average for those sorts of things, so that's easy. So, yes. Um, the other thing is that don't necessarily, you can do it yourself and go online and find it, but you don't actually understand the intricacies of policies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't actually, the price I give you for the premium is, is, is it. Like there's no extra on top of it. It's all included in it. So the advice and the um, expertise you get is part of it. So I don't see why somebody would try and do it themselves. Yeah. And again, especially for those of you that are new in business or startup or again, listen, I know business owners who have been doing this for years and still don't have insurance. Um, It's it's not your zone of genius to understand 
business insurance. Give that zone of genius to someone else so that they can ensure that you've got the right insurance. Because just because you go online and find an insurance and then you're all happy, hunky-dory going, great, I've got insurance. And you still worry about it. You could have the wrong insurance. And if you've got the wrong insurance, you still can get sued. So then, you know, you're no better off. So I totally agree. Whether or not you're going to go with Melissa or you go with someone else, make sure you actually speak with a human. I know it's scary. I wouldn't want you guys to get off of Facebook or stop typing and you might have to use your words, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Do, you can it, do because, it. You can do it. <laughs> because it's not just about, it's also about educating yourself. You know, there's been times when I've been screwed over by SEO companies when I first started copywriters, etc. because I didn't understand their job. I didn't understand the process. So now I make it my business to understand what I'm paying for, what I'm going to get, and that it's okay to ask more questions if I need to. And if they don't and want to ask questions. Yeah, ask like, questions. We love it. So yes. mind. Well, Melissa, the other thing, so, sorry, just one other thing quickly is that also then if you have a claim, we actually help you with that. So you're not left to your own devices in trying to put that together and, you know, submit it. We do that as part of our service too. Because again, if you do get having to collate all that data, put it in chronological order, submit things by a certain date, you know, that's, you know, the easy bit. Then if you've got to appear in court, or other things. Mm. I mean, it all gets very complicated and you still have to run a business. So if you've got people like Melissa on your team being able to help you, then I say that's what you need. You need, because really it's an extension of your team is what it is. Is they become, it's just, even though you're contracted per se out there, you're still part of ultimately the overall, you know, the team for, for each okay. business. Yeah. We like no, to see us like that, part of yeah. the team. <laughs> yes, no, I think team is a good thing because there's no there's no division, I guess. It's just, yeah, that's I like to look at it as an extension of the business. So, yes, but listen, I know this is not an over, do you know what I mean? It's not an hour-long podcast, guys, but you can obviously tell from Melissa's and our conversation the importance of getting business insurance for your business. Um, and as we said earlier, please feel free to uh, reach out to Melissa. And for my team and I, we'll also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au, where all the links to Melissa will also be there. So if you didn't get that or you missed it in your driving, you can just head to AngelaHenderson.com.au, click on podcasts, and all that information will be in there. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, this particular podcast was sponsored by my free Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative. So head on over and join the community as I'd love to see you there. But for the rest of you, have an awesome day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to connecting with you on my next episode of Business and Life Conversations with Angela Henderson. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au